0: A Mermaid's Plights by Maya Singh These things ever dry off, I wondered, as I lay down on the beautiful beach of Euclid, B.C. at the break of dawn trying to dry off my tail. The place was so magical. The people of Euclid believe that two mermaids exist and live right on the coast, which is legitimate and 100% accurate. How I know? Because I am one of the mermaids. You see, I happen to be a mermaid along with my twin sister, Nora. No one in the entire district but our guardians knows about us, and we've kept our secret for 10 years. Allow me to introduce myself. I'm 13-year-old Cora Evans. The whole mermaid business started when we were having a picnic. It was Mom, Dad, Nora, and I. I remember it starting to rain. Then came thunder and soon lightning. Immediately we ran to find shelter, but we were too late. The lightning struck Mom and then Dad, and Nora and I were hit as well, for they were holding us. We were only 3 years old at the time. Mom and Dad died that night. Nora and I used our parents' phone to contact our relatives. We were distraught and panicked while waiting for Mom's brother, Uncle Mike, and his wife, Aunt Kalara, to come pick us up. We eventually moved into their beach house. Nora and I were still in shock from the accident, and it took us a week until we finally settled into our new environment. In that week, Nora and I never even bothered to take a shower and barely ate. It was one shower after that week of depression when we finally realized... I went into the shower, and 10 seconds after touching the water, I grew a blue and green tail. I knew I had to keep it a secret. It was when Nora showered and I saw what happened to her, we realized that we had become mermaids. In the beginning, we would notice while in human form that after about three hours, we were having problems talking, breathing, basically functioning with normal activities but soon found out after some experimenting that the problem was quickly resolved when we touched water and therefore had to be back in the water every three hours. It was a live or die situation at the time, but eventually we came to realize that we would only lose our magical powers. Ever since then we've had to take care of each other and keep the secret from everyone, plus we had to avoid watering when mingling with crowds. Our parents left us with an enormous fortune and had already paid for our school tuition, so we were all set for now. But enough of the history. I finished drying off and desperately ran to school. After almost three hours, I told my teacher i had to use the bathroom, but instead I ran towards the beach. There, in a small bush, I saw Nora steaming herself so she could run to school and take my place. "'Hey, Nora, take your time. I came out way too early,' I said. "'Oh, okay,' she responded. "'Don't you think that Miss Doris will be suspicious of us?' asked Nora. "'Oh, whatever. We'll figure something out,' I replied. "'Bye,' I dived into the water.' Three hours later, Nora joined me at a cave we like to call the pool chamber, and we went over what each of us had learned that day in school. "'What are you doing?' shrieked Nora. "'Um, math?' I replied, confused. "'We've gone over this so many times. How come you don't understand these fractions yet? Focus!' "'Do you know how frustrated Uncle Mike and Uncle Lara will be if you fail the math test tomorrow?' she asked. "'Yeah, I do. Thanks for the reminder. I'll see you at home,' I said, and shot through the water." I wish mom and dad were here. They always knew how to help me learn and comforted me when I didn't do great on tests, I thought. I realized I was famished and hastened my speed from the ocean world in a blur. I reached home, ate dinner, and went to bed dreading tomorrow's dumb fraction test. I woke up late the next morning to Nora's voice in the next room calling for me. I frantically bustled around the room to get ready for school and headed off. We took the test during the first hour of school and we were to receive our marks during the third hour. Eventually, it was time to get our results. The teacher, Miss Doris, walked around the room handing test papers back to the students. There was a blend of happy, sad, angry, and confused faces. I wondered how mine would look. Finally, Miss Doris handed me my paper. I was as nervous as a singer on stage to turn it over, so my friend Kara turned it over for me. I got a D? That's impossible! I've never gotten a D before, even on fractions! I checked the time and saw that I had seven minutes before I had to leave. I took the risk and stood in line to discuss my mark. By the time I reached the head of the line, I had five minutes left. Miss Doris, there is no way I got a D, I whispered. Well, that's what the mark says, doesn't it? She whispered back. Yes, it does. But perhaps there has been an error during the marking process, I asked. It's possible, but I'm sure I marked it 100% accurately, she countered. This is so unfair, I shouted. "'Calm down, Cora. It's going to be all right. You just need to study harder,' she said. I checked the clock. Two minutes. "'Miss Doris, I'm sorry for shouting, but I really need to use the bathroom. Bye!' I said quickly. "'But, Cora!' I accelerated through the hall and out the basement door, then ran as quickly as possible until I reached the beach. I was just coming upon it when I felt as if my magic was being drained from me. I was too late. Luckily, I saw Nora and screamed her name without drawing attention. It was getting hard to run, but suddenly she heard me and rushed over to help me. She picked me up and carried me to the beach. Then, avoiding the water, she tossed me in. The water went splish-splash. "'Thank you so much, Nora,' I thanked her. "'No problem.' "'Oh, jeez, I'm late.' "'Gotta go,' she said. Three hours later, Nora discontentedly showed up at our chamber. "'What's up, Nora? You look furious,' I said to her. "'That's because I am!' she roared. "'Calm down, sis. What happened?' "'I said. "'That annoying girl Cheryl happened. "'All I did was pick up a pencil from the floor to use, "'and she attacked me,' answered Nora. "'Okay, then,' I replied, really not knowing what to say. "'And while we were fighting, "'my powers kind of got a little bit out of control, "'and I made a pipe burst,' she said. "'Well, did you get wet?' I asked. "Yep." so I ran to the bathroom decided that I've had enough, so I left,' she replied. "'Okay, at least no one saw you,' I said, relieved.' "'Actually, Laura and Sophia saw a bit of my tail while I was hiding in the bathroom stall "'and followed me to the beach after I returned to normal,' she said nervously. "'What?' I screamed. "'They've got scientists and cops patrolling the area now, so yeah,' she said, and burst into tears. "'Just then, we heard the sound of a large machine just outside the pool chamber. "'If they found the cave, we would be caught. "'I told Nora that we'd have to flee the pool chamber.' Still crying, she nodded her head as we shot through the cave into a cramped, dark trench. Overhead, we heard the submarines and tried to be still in a small corner beneath the murky waters. Out of the depth, there came a bright, shining golden light, and out of it appeared a beautiful mermaid. She had long, flowy red hair and a tail of glistening silver and gold. I'm Elena, she said. I've come to rescue you. I'll explain everything later, but right now we have to get you two out of here, she said calmly. She asked us to hold each of her hands and as soon as we did, we spun around and suddenly we were in a modern world full of mermaids and mermen. It was wonderful. There were floating buildings and the ocean was an alluring blue color. "'This is where you girls belong,' said Elena. "'But we have a family, you know,' I said. "'Of course, which is why I'm giving you the chance to be able to teleport from here to your home and from your home to here,' she said. "'Don't you think this is all happening a bit too fast?' asked Nora." Of course not! You two should have been here a long time ago, she replied. After explaining everything to us, including us not dying if we didn't touch water every three hours, we decided to go to mermaid school and still live with our uncle and aunt. Elena showed us around the mermaid world and showed us the teleportation room where all the mermaids with land families teleported. After clarifying everything to Uncle Mike and Uncle Lara, the weight was off our shoulders. It took some convincing, but they came around. We were so happy to be with the other mermaids and still be able to live with our guardians. Life was great. And so, as the years went by, we were protected by both our new mer families and our parental guardians. This helped us tremendously in avoiding contact with the scientists and the law, who eventually lost interest in their search and reported it as a hearsay. We went on to live very fruitful and rewarding lives together.